This is the Greatest Day Podcast, episode 133, Presence Over Proximity. And uh, if you've been around for a minute, you have heard me talk about Friday's lessons from the therapy couch, where uh, sometimes I'll take this lesson that was picked up along the, the week, throughout the week, maybe a reoccurring theme that's come up. And although this wasn't a reoccurring theme, it was one of the themes of a session I had with a person this week as we talked about relationships, relationships um, with his significant other, and that there was a real heavy focus for him on being more present. And it got us talking about this idea of presence is greater than proximity in that they could spend the entire weekend together in close proximity, meaning nearness, right? Like how close are you in relationship to one another? Just your physical closeness. Um, and that didn't do it because that didn't do any, it didn't do anything for the relationship. It didn't do anything to help her, his partner feel any more loved, any more supported or any more connected because you can sit on the same couch with your partner, one person at one end, the other person at the other end with your phones open and doing whatever you're doing and have no, and have no connecting moments in that um, time frame. So proximity didn't really help. You could be in the same room, you could be in the same space, but it doesn't mean you're actually fostering any sort of um, positivity or closeness or connection in the relationship. However, when you put presence over the proximity, when presence is really the thing you're focusing on, how connected are we? How engaged am I with this person? Am I making eye contact? When you think about how present you are in a situation, how engaged are you? How engaged are you with that person and what they're saying and their body language? Are you attentive? So when you think of presence, think of these words, and I've just said a few of them, attentiveness, your attention, right? Attentiveness, is that even a word? Attentiveness? I don't know. But how, how much are you paying attention to them? Are you interested? Are you connected? Are you making eye contact? So think of those terms when you think of presence um, and engaged, right? So a lot of these I feel like I'm repeating, but the idea is you're much more invested. There's another word, right? You're much more invested in what they're doing, they're saying, your interactions than you are about just being close. So sometimes I will not, um, I will not suggest to couples who are trying to build closer connection and work on their conversations and work on work on building that more intimate connection with each other. I won't necessarily, I won't tell them not to, but I won't encourage a movie night. Like, let's go out to the movies and dinner. It's like, yeah, dinner's great. You can have some connection there. You can have some conversation there. But a movie, you're not. You're in a dark room. You're, you're more, you're not even turned towards each other. Aside from maybe some hand holding or your hand on each other's leg or something, you're really not connected at all. You're not engaged in any interaction. You're just watching a screen together. I love the activity. My wife and I love the movies. We love doing doing those things. 
but it I wouldn't necessarily say it is a it's it's an activity where you're going to be super present and engaged and and having those connected moments together. It's fun and that can foster those other things in your relationship. But if you're really trying to work on the conversation piece and hearing each other and and being attentive to each other that way, movies probably not your greatest thing. Um but when you're trying to be present and place that over your proximity, right? A movie, you're, you're very close to each other. Um, when it comes to where you're sitting, your proximity. But when it comes to that, think of some other ways that you can increase the presence you have when you're with people. Um, namely, your close loved ones, right? Your intimate partner, your relationships, your children. Um, and it might start with first identifying some barriers to that presence. So for me, I know on my way home, I've talked about this before, but I will do certain exercises where I'm having some self-talk. I'm getting myself prepped. I'm getting myself ready to switch mode from work mode, therapist, coach mode into dad and husband mode. I want to be present. I want to be engaged. I want to be excited when I walk in the door. So I will check emails, have phone calls returned, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go through social media one last time, maybe check the you know messages, return any responses, anything like that. I'm gonna do it before I walk in, so I can put my phone. We've got this bowl right inside of our back door. I can put my phone in there, and I can just leave it, and I can be present. Because listen, everybody is fighting for attention these days. Everybody, from your kids and your spouse to all the ads and all the other pages and all the other algorithms of your of your phone they're vying for your attention so you're going to get dings and you're going to get rings and alerts and and spam calls which even if you don't know it's a spam call you hear the ring and it it alerts you it shifts your attention to your phone so my encouragement if your life permits to turn those things off Turn alerts off on your phone. Like no more, no more giving any more people or things or or platforms the free um, the free pass, I guess, the green light to rob your attention. I don't want to hear the alerts if I'm at dinner with my family. I don't want to I don't want to hear those things. I don't want to hear the rings. I don't want to I just want to put that phone away and if I have a check-in moment where I go back to the phone and I can see if any activity has happened on things that maybe are relevant to me, then I can. I can do that by choice. I don't want it alerting me and disrupting that flow. So those are things to consider, right? What are What's blocking your presence with your family, your loved ones, your spouse? And what can you do to start putting some barriers in between that? Is that putting a phone inside a drawer? If it's not needed, you know, and, and really, if we analyze that, and I know it's harder said, harder to do than than just talk about it and say these things. Um, certainly easier to say, but what things can you? What steps can you start taking that sends that message to your people, to your spouse and your kids and whoever? I'm here for you. You have my attention. Like you are the priority for me right now. Symbolically speaking, here's what I just did. I, you can see my phone. It's going inside the bowl. Or I've heard people talk about, you know, there's a bed for their phone where they, when they get home for the day, they put it inside the bed and put it to rest, you know. Um, if your life permits, great. 
you know, but if not, maybe even set up some times where you go over and intentionally check, you know, if you're looking for that phone call or you've got some email that's important and you've got to respond to it and maybe even prep your family, right? Like, Hey, I'm present. I'm engaged. Here's what we're doing tonight. I will have to check and see if such and such responds or there's a message I'm still waiting for to close a deal or, you know, whatever it might be, but even just talking about it and communicating about it. And then people know about it instead of like, well, you seem distracted. Why do you keep, you know, looking over at your phone and now they already know about it. So it's, it, they can anticipate it and uh, it just kind of adds a little bit to it. So, um, the takeaway from all of this stuff for you guys is to really just think about how you can increase your presence when you're with the people you want to feel your presence and not just be another warm body in the room and call it connection and call it quality time. That's really where all that started from the cat, the therapy couch was improving quality time. And in order to improve quality time, we've got to increase our presence and um, put that much greater than just the proximity. Uh, So whatever takeaways you have from this, you guys, I'd love to hear. I'd love for you to share this with somebody that may benefit from it as well. Uh, But most of all, I just want you to apply it. I just want you to apply it. I want you to get inside your journals. Um, If you're still not working out of the focus journal, you don't know what the heck I'm talking about. Go to the link in the show notes and pick up a focus journal today um, and get to work. Get to work on this episode. Make make some uh, yourself a call to action on how I'm going to increase my presence and um, and increase the quality time I have with my loved ones. And that's it. And I will see you guys on the next episode of the Greatest Day Podcast. Thanks for being here. Make today the greatest day of your life. <laughs>